the sound of that crisp Rocky Mountain Coors Light can only mean one thing. It's time for new equipment. Hi, hello there, podcast fans, uh, sports lovers, uh, family members, uh, random Twitch viewers. We uh, and misters and family lovers, <laughs> and family, family <laughs> lovers. We won't yeah. exclude y'all. <laughs> that's, that's right. If you're offering us views, then uh, we'll we'll take who we'll take whoever, yeah. um, except for the Dutch. We don't. <laughs> we, 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 we draw the line of the Dutch. Uh, uh, they're pastel colored houses and they're weird effing cakes. Those wooden shoes. Wooden shoes. And their socialism. <laughs> oh, socialism out of here. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm hung up on the pancake thing. Do they really make pancakes? Yeah, like like the, the, Belgian, the Belgian waffle. Like that's a, that's uh, a Dutch, uh, right? And the pancakes, it's... Okay. Don't worry about it. Right. We'll t- Never mind. You, you I just consider pancakes. them Belgian. Just because you made pancakes this morning doesn't mean you're like the, the pancake Wait, are, you, uh, wait, are you Dutch? <laughs> you know, times, what is your heritage? You know, Texan. That's, not That's a, the <laughs> only thing that matters, right? <laughs> Texan would be like half Choctaw, half Spanish, or Mayan, or Incan, half or something Cherokee. like that. Half Cherokee. Mayan and and, probably, and probably, like, probably like full slave owner. I think it's... No, 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 not you, your family. No, my, my, my family's been as poor You've as me for as long as I picking many muggins? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Us, us Boltons. Us Boltons have been peasants for centuries Tennis farmers. Indentured servants. Generally generally swindlers and gypsies and that how, kind how of thing. How many generations back do, does your family go in Texas? Like, You know what? I bet you're like really born in like New York or something like that. Oh, absolutely not. No, my entire family's from Galveston, so apparently once they got here on the boat, they yeah. just didn't go very far. But uh, you're think, in, Galveston to Dallas is pretty far. No, no. Well, yeah, that, like that's only because my grandpa's the only one who's ever moved up here. Oh, right. All the Everyone's rest of them still live there. They get washed away in the why. hurricane of 1900? Uh, no, but they do. My grandpa has a big book on They, that. they actually uh, got washed here in the hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, made, it, it reversed the flow of the Trinity River and pushed them all the way up. Here. Whoa! <laughs> God couldn't get rid of all of you guys in Hurricane 1900, so he sent Harvey to get the rest of you. Oh. <laughs> Shots fired. Hey, oh. Natural, natural disaster humor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. But God forbid if you say anything about Katrina, they'll fucking shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> I, just everyone. <laughs> people, people in general. People in general get people shooty. Shoot they get yeah. shooty. People from southern Louisiana, somewhere uh, around that area. I mean, sure. As Daniel Toss will tell you, if anybody needed a bath, it was Louisiana. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you can uh, as you can see, if you're watching, which you're probably not, uh, or maybe you hear the clarity, we have gotten new equipment in the studio. Uh, and speaking of studios. We have changed studios entirely. We've gotten out of Chad's bedroom, and now we're in this beautiful office space here. So, what, is, what would you count this in a house? Is this a? It's a dining is this the, room. It's a dining room. Yeah. This is the dining room. Is this yeah. The dining room. I Which mean, sounds, for me, it's the darts room. But well, that yeah, sounds yeah. very formal. The darts room. This is the Dutch room. Like, damn, this is the Dutch room. Jeez. This is the Dutch episode. <laughs> oh yeah, we got we got new equipment. We got a new studio. And Amazon screwed us over on this equipment. Let's Amazon be honest, screwed us over. That's so a, we need a whole bit of that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, a, we'll, we'll get to that. See, it just Sorry. randomly burps now. It's weird. Plus, <laughs> 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 Chad will go over the equipment debacle. A, a, few, other, a few other things. Uh, one, Corey is facing another one-week suspension. Uh, Chad, do you want to tell us about that? Oh, I, don't, I, I can't talk about <laughs> what Corey happened. Corey can't keep his hands to himself. Let's yeah. just put it that way. 
Yeah, yeah. We, we, there is a there is a non disclosure clause or something clause there, but and especially yeah. when you start doing it to animals, we really get we, we really <laughs> oh start getting. Right. Yeah, well, wait, 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 and we're not saying what, mind you, we are not saying what uh, specifically, but just sure, that no. there are sodomizing horses. <laughs> <laughs> we said no. What specifically? You are getting sued. Corey's gonna sue your ass. <laughs> you know what? I'd be, I'd be just like... impressed of how he was able to <laughs> just. <laughs> Step what that stool, looks step like. Stool. Step stool. Yeah. <laughs> so secondly, jump um, and poke. So we we jump have we we have some promotions and demotions, and I'll tell you about that. Um, for the, first with the story, you see, uh, I was in Scotland for about eleven days, and while I was Ooh. there, my phone, my yeah, I know, humble brag. <laughs> I went to the poorest country in the in the UK. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, but it's still not Louisiana. Yeah, that's we're right. Literally, we're literally haggis, which is just like 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 lamb intestines is like a delicacy. It's like, oh, oh God, you guys There's, are poor. As can hell. you mix that with some sheep blood? Covered in Salem witch trial. Covered in, in gray. Well, so while I was there, I had my phone. My phone was on airplane mode the whole time, and for the most part, yeah, we I didn't, know. And, uh, <laughs> well, the, for the first, uh, for, for most of the time, I didn't have any like Wi-Fi. Only a couple times throughout, I got like they don't have Wi-Fi in Scotland. Well, I, where we were, and like I just didn't turn it on. Like I, I was, I was actually, I was really glad. Like I just, my phone was away. It was literally. A, it was just a camera. Oh, no, I'm sure that was badass. Yeah, it, it, it was. That. It was great. I, 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 I was so out of touch with like. What's the over under on how many text messages you received when you got um, back? I, actually uh, under what I expected to be really? honest. Yeah, I, I thought so you're not nearly as popular be, as you thought. Right, uh, Brian that is super narcissistic. That is, uh, that, that is such a hit to your like ego. You're like, I'm gonna get 200 tags, and you're like. 40? What? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure that was most of us. Yeah, 38 like, from us. I, I, yeah, and that's just because we it's were like talking guy, amongst each other. It's like the guy who like quits Facebook for a year, and it's like, oh, when I get back on Facebook, I, like no one tried to reach out to you or anything. No, yeah, no, yeah. No one Any, anywho, so basically, nobody was able to get in contact with me. I didn't have internet, really. I still let Shay deal with all that. Uh, no, calling, texting, couldn't do. It was just a camera. Except one instance Weirdly enough, when we were in the Highlands, uh, t- far tip of Scotland, somehow a fucking Venmo request gets through. Chad asking for money for this equipment. <laughs> somehow, that is literally the only message from anybody in any form I got, and I don't know how the fuck that got it to me. It makes you feel even worse, though, right? It's like the only yeah. way, the only time anybody ever reached out to me. <laughs> right, like, asking hey, man, for money. money. <laughs> how was your trip? Hope you're having fun. You know, bring me a souvenir. It's anyway, just, you know, so hey, man, she sent me, me, <laughs> me that money. But, and so, uh, because of that, though, I have fired Zach as our producer, and now uh, I've promoted Chad to full-time a producer. He's really good at hacking into stuff and sending me shit. So that's why we yep. got all this equipment for Chad to use here. So This is all about um, me. All yeah. this is for me. So we... we but he's now... Got the, he's got like the producer chair. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, what, I, I, what, 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 at first I thought was a creepy like a thing. He hacked into my phone and sent me a money request. I was like, you know what? He deserves a promotion for this. So I fired Zach. Now... Then I now. I hope you're watching right now, Zach. That way you know. <laughs> but this. but then told him until now. But then I re-promoted Zach to marketing director. So now Zach's handling some marketing for us. Uh, you know, he, he we we found a new position for him. But I thought Chad was best to. Uh, you got a pay uh, cut though. Oh, so for sure. Cut his cut his pay in half. For sure. For sure. He yes. makes nothing now. <laughs> he's paying us. Yeah, as a matter of fact, he's paying us to be around. Yeah. So sorry, sorry. We got well, a little bit of back. housekeeping out of the way. Uh, we were gone for a good two three weeks. Uh, new equipment, new room, a lot of exciting promotions, stuff demotions, suspensions, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, a ton of stuff happened that we need to jump into. And uh, I think the most importantly and, and the, uh, the most touching is uh, Swish 41 
at Swish Forty One. Oh, we're, 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 we're gonna jump right into that. Uh, well, I one twenty one one. Well, I had it. I had it set to do that because uh, uh, the guest that we had planned. I, I looked at his Twitter feed, and he uh, apparently was into the Mavericks. So, I had oh it, yeah, he, he's, he's yeah, huge yeah, yeah. So, but but we'll we'll get to that, and we'll we'll have this uh, you know our guest on at some time in the future. It's uh, but. Um, Anyway. Can, we, can we try to keep the dirt conversation just about the, the positive side? I mean, the I guess the uplifting side. It's sad that we that he's retiring right. and everything else, but it's also I mean, how lucky are we for the last twenty one years we've had we've oh. had Dirk Nowitzki? I mean, just I mean, a, especially in a franchise, an NBA franchise, it's not storied. We're not yeah. the Lakers. Well, I mean, th- you, our only story is Dirk. It's yeah. Dirk. Yeah, it. I mean, he has played more than half the years that the Dallas Mavericks have been in existence. Yeah. Like, they've been in existence for 39 years, and he's played for 21 of them. That's pretty insane. And, and, and it's not even like, and I know this is kind of beating a dead horse just because everybody's talked about it so much. The same one that Corey was? Good callback. We had to put that one down yeah, afterwards. Yeah. Or right. thing was so scarred, it just took a, just got, got a 12-gauge to the temple. Scarred from all those, from, from all those little two-inch stab wounds. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, again, we're uh, we are not uh, stating what Corey did or didn't do. Um, didn't Jason Blakely state like, verbatim? Well, it, it was actually it was a Chris Farley quote. The, uh, the, the views the views uh, expressed here by Jason Bolton did not reflect that of the I Test Power Hour. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, but what I was going to say is, I mean, not just the everything that he did on the court, but like everybody's talked about, is everything off the court because. I mean, I know that there's a, especially a newer generation of sports fans who love the flash glamour, like the people the who Steph, are the, the yeah. absolute, well, and I'm not even necessarily saying Steph, people who are absolutely the opposite of humble. Like James Harden. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All, I mean, that, 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 that seems like it's more glorified nowadays like, than it ever has yeah. been. But to me, one of my favorite things about Dirk was the fact yep. that he was so humble. I mean, dude, that guy, shit. You'd have I mean, thought that he was just a giant shoemaker the, if you didn't know anything. He's the last of a dying breed. I mean, oh, him, yeah. Tim Duncan. I mean, they're they're the last of a dying breed of, of, of players still who are fuck Tim Duncan. Who are <laughs> no, hold on, give it no, a second. I, I mean, know, like I mean, I like know. the guy, the guy who you know just goes in and gives hometown discount after hometown discount to stay and play because the the city loves him, the team loves him, they love being where they are. Yeah. But you know, like uh, like Kevin Durant kind of almost kicked off that whole. I mean, really, LeBron kicked it all off, but the but new Kevin equipment, Durant, new new beer. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Durant, LeBron. I mean, they kind of added into that whole thing where you know, it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go play somewhere where I can win a yeah. ring because it, it matters about me. It, it's Dirk, a hired assassin thing. It's kind of like it's like the Deion Sanders. Dirk uh, is probably hands down. Steph Curry might be that way, but Dirk is probably the last, the last of a dying breed of just people who will say. The team matters more than my paychecks and my fame, my stardom. Now, it's funny that you bring that up because I was going to ask this question in regards to Dirk and other players around the league. I could see Steph, out of anybody else, I could see him being another one that is really close to how Dirk is, where he stays with one team throughout the entirety of his career. And oh, that sucks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that shit. is one. That you, is you, one. You is playing <laughs> in the Masters right now. That is one. wondering. We're guy. watching the Masters live right now. Yeah, so. and you Darvish just, just that dude oh, had. Man. This dude had like missed, a thirty foot putt. He did the last couple half inch. Um, he was not pitch. painting the corners on. Yeah, that one. exactly. But uh, no. So, anyways, I mean, Steph also seems he probably to be like. See do, it. In y'all's opinion, do y'all see Steph being a player that sticks around? Say it again. Do y'all see Steph as a player? For sure, I think that. I think that Steph is the is the kind of guy, barring like getting traded. Obviously, I, I think he's the kind of guy. He got drafted by them. They took him, 
you know, uh, people thought he was undersized and whatever. And he's, I don't know, kind of, he, he, Steph Curry is to the Bay Area what Dirk is here. I mean, the Golden State Warriors were a shitty, shitty team. Yeah, they, they had Monte Ellis for like a brief flash <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. pan. They, yeah. they were they had like, like Steven Jackson or whatever. They were, they were a shitty team. And I mean, beat the Mavericks in 07 in the yeah, first they, round. They, they sure did. <laughs> yeah. They sure did with, you know, with, with old Don Nelson token up over there. Uh, but they, they had a, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can see him because he means like, okay, sure, Draymond and Clay Thompson and Durant and whatever, they don't mean shit. Like, Steph Curry's been the whole transformation in that, in that franchise. Oh, 100%. Same with Dirk. Before Dirk, the Mavericks were a shitty team. And then next thing you know, we have this amazing run of 51 seasons. And I mean, you say, you say they only had the one title, but like, they were the one of the one of the teams at the cream of the crop at the NBA for a good ten years. Oh, the only I think the statistic was until like 2016 or something like that. The only team that had won more games than them was the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, right. That was it. Yeah, they they they, they, Which, they were a so really out of good. So the 21 team. seasons that Dirk played, the Mavericks made the playoffs. What? 15? Yeah, 15. 15, 15 times. times. 15 times. Are you shitting me? 15 out of 21? Like that's that's. Just sh- right. barely shy. And, and, and if you're if you're counting like the first couple years he was here, where the Matt, he got drafted to a shit franchise, yeah. oh, in the yeah. last couple years when their team has just it has fallen off. Been really yeah, up I mean, until, like up until pretty much this this season. Yeah, which right. Even, which really wasn't it wasn't even a playoff. So season. so right. essentially, from when he came into his own in the NBA throughout his prime, and then even in, I guess for lack of a better term, twilight years of his career. Not not counting these last two or three, but when he was still a productive player, yeah, playoffs. Do you guys feel like that the Mavs, in a lot of ways, they, I wouldn't even say the Mavs organization. I'd say the entire NBA, the way they treated Dirk through the last half of the season, all star all star break on, they're the ones who more made Dirk retire than Dirk decide to retire. I, I, I really, I, I really wonder that. I was wondering the same thing. Like he never said he was retiring, and he you talking about him being humble earlier. Like Dirk didn't want a retirement tour. He didn't want that shit. Like he appreciated it, I'm sure. Sure. But he, even if in his mind he wanted to retire, he wanted to go. After the season, or like tell the fans at American Airlines Center, like he did, like he wasn't trying to have a Kobe Bryant retirement tour thing, you know? Yeah. And yeah, you're right because like, it w- wouldn't it be kind of awkward if like fans paid this much money to go see you and they all cried 100%. and they brought Scottie Pippen in yeah. and Charles Barkley to like yeah. send you off? I think I think about I think by the time whenever the billboards went up in Dallas, which are those those of us, those of you who are listening on Twitch or listen to our podcast who don't live in the DFW area. Right around about a month ago, that's when that's when the forty one twenty one one billboards went up, and it, in the very beginning, it was just the Mavericks logo forty one twenty one one, no explanation. And then slowly but surely, like you know, they put Dirk's picture up there and his like one legged free throw or one one legged free throw, one legged jump shot <laughs> fade away. That's illegal. And, uh, that's illegal. But the uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not that's, illegal. As long as you're behind not, the line, exactly. you're fine. You can do whatever you want to. I always thought you had to have both Ryan's feet. You're wearing you a soccer jersey. You he has no idea. I, I, I always thought on a free throw you had to have both feet planted, but because I, I mean, you always see they, they don't. You know, when they when they go through with it and they never lift off, they keep both feet on the. I don't know. We'll have to look up well, the rules. You, no, you you are allowed to jump. Oh, really? You are. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, sorry. (laughs) So the, uh, but I feel like I feel like right about then was when, I think that's when Dirk probably had the conversation with Mark Cuban and the organization and said, "Okay, I I guess do 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 it in in Dirk's voice." Mr. Cuban, I'm I'm, I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger now. Is he painting the AAC? Mr. Cuban, (laughs) is he painting? Jesus, I thought Rick Carlo did a pretty good. uh, Oh yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Coach, coach, coach. But no, okay. So to what you were saying, you know, I was, uh, I did have that impression, like for the longest time until. 
Dirk talked and then Carlisle talked and they talked about how tough it was for him after having that foot surgery this past offseason, for him to be able to get back in shape to play yeah. and the amount of things that he went through. Sure. I think that was basically that 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 was the final nail. I, he where he was like he goes, you know yeah. what? I'm done, but I'm gonna go ahead and bust my ass and I'm gonna yeah. make it to where I can I can do it one more time for the fans. I can play out the rest of the season, but then after that I'll hang it up and it, is, isn't it crazy though? Like so, Dirk at his age, having surgeries and injuries, whatever, fighting his way back, can still come on the floor in, li- in limited minutes and jack up. And do it to what? What two double doubles in his last two last two yeah, games? Right, right. I mean, right. like at, at that at that like stage where or any. I mean, he wasn't. It was never known as the most athletic, but any athleticism he had was shot. I mean, he's he's his knees are missing. He doesn't yeah. have knees. Like he can still he can still stumble onto a court and shoot 27, 10 and ten or whatever. All, like, all I know is that very first game that he came back this season, it was it was so painful to watch because him trying to get up and down the court, it was like, oh my god, I don't know if this guy's gonna be. Able to, I think this yeah. may be it. This may be the last one. And, and that would have been if he ended like that. That would have been the, the saddest thing to see him go out like that. Oh yeah, you would have rather no, seen no, that, yeah, yeah, it would have right. that. That that would have sucked. But so on on that though, I think I think we kind of discussed uh, going and talking about our favorite moments or things about Dirk or uh, that kind of thing. And um, I got one. You go for it. Okay. So in the last couple of weeks, you've heard a lot. You know, I think uh, the the ticket, which I think everybody in here except for except for myself listens to. Uh, the fan, but I listen to t- you listen to the ticket too, Ryan. You listen a little bit, right? I, I, yeah, I, I, Bob Sturm. Okay, just Sturm. So when the fan is much, on commercial, it's fine. When the fan's <laughs> on commercial, thanks guys, appreciate it. But uh, pretty much every single one of the shows have done a you know a top top twenty five, top ten, top fifteen. Uh, I think one show did top twenty one for twenty one seasons. Just just Dirk moments, just talking about them, what they were like. Uh, one of the one of the hosts mentioned offhand the the O nine season, and they're really talking about it from the standpoint that there's not many NBA players that you could look at and say, or any any sports superstars that you could look at and say they've went through their entire career without a single blemish, without something happening, right? And they said really the only thing that was a a, a dot on the radar was 2009 when uh, Crystal Taylor. Do you guys remember Dirk's fiance? Yep. Oh, but, yeah, the crazy but, bitch. The crazy bitch. Yeah. yeah. She, so, so Gold Digger, right? She yeah, just, yeah. And she also faked her identity. I mean, she got arrested. Oh, for, dude. And, and did she, you ever see what she looked like? Oh, she looked terrible. She Jesus looked, Christ. Why was he ever was, with her? Yeah, she, what, 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 what was Dirk the, thing? The first, the first time I started hearing that there's all this stuff, like, like you know, forging identities, I, when I saw a picture of her, I thought she, this is before Mon, Mante Teo, but I was like, this is flipping catfish, and yeah. this, this was some dude, and Dirk could never, you know, Thunder, this bitch literally play, looked play like she rolled out of a fucking there. double wide terrible. from Tool, Texas. Terrible, Just terrible. Hair, Tool, curlers. Texas. Yeah. Tell me where points a map where Tool, Texas is. <laughs> if, if you keep taking 175 out east of Kaufman, <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually the other where, side of Kaufman yeah, County yeah, yeah, out there. It's Tool, where Jordan, Texas. That's where Jordan's lake house is. is gotcha. Oh, oh, lake houses. Oh, yeah. we're bragging about lake houses now. No, but so Crystal Taylor. Ryan was in Scotland. So it was it was the it was the O nine the end of the O nine season, uh beginning of the O nine playoffs and the whole Crystal Taylor thing. This is before it really hit the media, but Ooh, the whole shit, Crystal Taylor sorry. thing started kinda happening and coming hunt. on from uh from the Asian guy again. 
No, no, uh, blue, blue shirt here. No, oh, okay. I thought, I thought, uh, oh, you Darvish. I was, let's do a replay on that. That, uh, was, a, that was a great one. Hai Tong Lee. That's who we're talking about. That's actually good, that's his name, Hai Tong Lee. Hai Tong Lee. He played with Tiger yesterday. So Hai Tong Lee. Hopefully they put the Asian dudes together. Yeah, that's it. That guy's a hibachi chef. His name is Hai Tong Lee. <laughs> he does the little uh, the little onion volcano and just, yeah. just and, and choo choo choo. I don't care who you are. The first time you see the onion volcano, it's pretty badass. <laughs> but then you go to another high bunch place, like oh, you all do it. Like, you, ever, yeah. you ever see a, you ever see a butterfly? It's, it's, only, it's only the guy who can who can directionally hit the, his spatula and flip a shrimp into your mouth. That guy, that guy, that guy's clutch. I mean, when they, they put it in their hats and they put it back down, like, oh, I'm all about it. You know, it's all good stuff. Have you washed, your, have you washed your hat? Because that went into your hat and then now like, you flipped it into my mouth. Judging by Jason's reaction. Are there old shrimp have, up there? Have you never been to Hibachi? Yes. Yeah, so I've been one time and it was for like the start of a bachelor party and this guy, we all ordered steak except for the guy that was on the end. And this guy's like, he's What do you order? Like tofu going, or something no, like no, that? No, no, no. So he ordered chicken. So the guy's cutting and he's cooking, cutting and cooking. He's like, hey, you want your steak? He's talking to you like, oh, medium rare or medium, whatever. And then he gets down to my buddy on the end and he's like, hey, you want your chicken? My buddy's like, fucking cook. You ever heard of salmonella? That shit will kill you. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> Raw chicken, please. Yeah. Mm, delicious. Mm-hmm. So, anyways. So Crystal Taylor. So God damn, we will, get sidetracked all the time. It's okay. That's, a, that's, 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 that's our, our, many, our many slogans, the eye test power hour. It's just a, it's just I a show. Digress. <laughs> I digress. We digress. So the uh, chug that bottle, Rory. He's doing an ice over there on the side of the uh, tea box. Good job, Rory. Uh, anyways, so Crystal Taylor, uh, that's going down. On top of that, end of the season, Kenyon Martin, who played for the Denver Nuggets that season, him and Dirk didn't like each other. Kenyon Martin's another big, big man, big shooter. I mean, big man. He's six nine, six ten. Uh, this was when so, Mello was still on the Nuggets. Correct. Too, right? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right. yeah. So. Him and I think there was a flagrant. There was like a flagrant two called on Kenyon Martin during one of the final games. So they meet in the Western Conference semifinals. Uh, now let me go back to the first round that the Mavs played against the Spurs. Dirk averaged, I think it was like nine points and two rebounds. Just mentally beat down. Most just his girlfriend, who's you know half man, half woman, hermaphrodite type <laughs> stuff, and gold digging, and he's just and he's just just can't get his out of his own way. Gold digging hermaphrodite, and he finally, you know what? When he gets when he gets to play the Nuggets, he says Kenyon Martin's talking crap. She says he says something about about Crystal Taylor about you know kind of it coming out and saying you know just a you know how could he how could he be with a girl for eighteen months and not know that she what she's really all about blah blah. Not know it's not really her. Dirk got so pissed off. You know what he averaged during that series when they beat the Nuggets? I, I remember it was like something crazy, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He averaged 31 points a game and 17 rebounds. 17 rebounds? Yes. Honestly, he went, that's the more shocking went, stat. He, 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 went, he went effing nuts. Nuts against the Nuggets. And, they, and they, ended up, they ended up losing that series anyways. Uh, and so I think that was – yeah, they lost, they lost that series against the Nuggets in 09. Okay. But just, I mean – was it just it was it was just one of those things where that's when you knew that's what I think for those who maybe knew about the story knew what was going on but you can look back on on Dirk's career and see all the stuff about you know just the you know hometown discounts he gives the things that he's done the things he sacrificed but the the way that the way that he kind of reacted in a really tough time and kind of came back out that was what I think that looking back on that story made me made me truly realize how much I love Dirk how much oh, of yeah. how much how much I appreciate the guy just as a human being, the nicest man that's ever lived. So 
Yeah, that's my story. Quick, quick question real quick, because that was, you said, 09 when they played the Spurs in the first round. Was yep. that when it went to game seven? Uh, no, I think they, I think they ended up beating the Spurs pretty good. Like four to two. Yeah, it was, I think it was, I think it was, okay. a, yeah, it was, they beat them in five. I, I, I just couldn't remember when it was, because they actually were talking about that during some of the tributes was, uh, was, uh, them taking the Spurs to game seven and Dirk basically just absolutely dominating. I think he scored, dropped like 35 for them to win game seven. But Ryan, what about you? Uh, well, it's a couple things. Um, one is, I don't know why I think about this game a lot, but I remember, like, probably when I was first started watching basketball, like, got into it, so it had to have been, like, somewhere between, like, 03 and 05, like, in that, you know, starting high school, like, that, around yeah. that, and I wasn't really into it before, and I just remember this game where they played the Rockets, and Dirk and Tracy McGrady just traded buckets. They both scored, like, over 50 points each in the same game, and I remember it just being, like, this, like, ultimate, like, green light, just hack up a shot, and, and like, Dirk's... Dirk's throwing like, like fucking Harlem Globetrotter. Like he's he's just, <laughs> he's just doing some weird shit. Just like that. You're like that's never gonna work. Weird I angles. Wanna, I want to whistle. Just, I want to whistle the Harlem Globetrotter it, song. It, it was. And I, I just I'd remember be very like, impressive. And, and, would be, yeah. and thinking about that, like I mean, at one point in time, I mean, people thought Tracy McGrady was gonna be like. Uh, oh, they, they right. people legitimately thought he was the second coming of Jordan, right? Because he, he, he was. was he, I mean, he was a freak. He was show. a pure scorer. Yeah. But like, I just remember that game and being like, "Holy shit, Dirk is just drained." I mean, all angles. Wait, all so areas. McGrady was on the, uh, the I almost called him the Texans on the on the <laughs> on the Rockets mm-hmm. in 03, 04. So he'd already moved on from the Magic. By yeah, then? it would have been yeah. So probably yeah, probably yeah, right around there. Okay. Four ish. Okay. Right. Um, I used to have T Mac shoes. That's what I used to play in, in, in and junior I, high. So Tracy McGrady, the one with didn't he do the uh, the movie with a uh, little bow wow and yes, yeah, he was in it. He was in it. Yeah, yeah, a little bow wow. Yeah. Like, uh, like Mike, like Mike. Yeah, yeah. great so, movie, great movie. Right. Right. So for a movie, like, I actually, literally just watched that like three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know. That, that, that was a, hey, I, prowling I like, Disney Channel. What I, are you doing? <laughs> I just remember I was just getting <laughs> no uh, Hannah Montana. That's when I was really like getting into basketball. I just remember that game being like, holy shit, Dirk was so good. But um. Talking about like coming back and overcoming and whatever. There, another thing about this, I'll just give you two. The other thing is about Dirk is people f- maybe forget now because they won, but there was a good period of what three, four, five years where I mean, on ESPN, on whatever talk radio, a topic would come up can the Mavericks win a championship with Dirk as their best player? That was it happened with the Cowboys too with Romo. It happens with the with the uh, Thunder now with Westbrook. But it, it happens a lot with teams that have a really good player who just haven't won. And that was a, that was a big topic. It'd be in the Dallas Morning News. Like they they would lose a playoff series in let's say uh, let's say oh seven or whatever, and they'd be like, "See, I, I told you that you just can't win a championship if Dirk's your best player." Well, when they finally got back in two thousand eleven, I mean, I was just watching ESPN Classic the other day and watching him. Dirk was so intense. Like watching that whole playoffs, he was so intent on this is our time. Like I'm taking this shit. I'm taking the other eleven dudes in this team, and I'm piling up, and I'm gonna make sure we're. I'm gonna fucking drag us to the championship. And it was it was just like like watching him come back from that. Like that that's what my. <clears throat> can I can me. I ask a fun question? Where what can you guys remember? I game, can remember game, where I was every fucking series and every game. Of 2011, 2011, game six. Where were you? Of game six? Because game six is when they beat when they beat the Heat and they won the championship. Yeah, they so I I was so upstairs. I was upstairs at Hayden Griffith's house because we had the same routine and this is the reason they won. We would I would start it's, it's off not, downstairs it's, it's watching not. with Hayden. We'd watch the first half, then we would switch. My other buddy would come downstairs. I'd go upstairs to watch with Hayden's older brother. During halftime, we'd watch the exact same episode of Archer every single halftime, and then I would watch the rest of the game upstairs, and that's why they won. 
That's why they won. That's why they won. I was it, was, it was mostly Dirk. <laughs> was, and was Jet. Mostly, yeah. I was watching, uh, I was I was at New York Subway in Denton, Texas, working that night. I used to eat that I, a lot. Oh, man. Love them sandwiches. Oh, free. Uh, and so. <laughs> no, I never for there, free. I, I never remember, went to one Corey worked at. I remember 20, so 2011, I would have been, summer of 2011, I would have, I was, I was 20. So I wasn't 21 yet. No. Uh, yeah, I was 20. So I wasn't 21 yet. So uh, there was, I was me and another girl named Michelle. If anybody's ever been up there and met Michelle at New York Subway. Uh, Huge tits. Super <laughs> lesbian, big bodybuilder. So no, uh, never mind. And so, but uh, but very very sweet lady. Uh, I don't think Michelle is gonna be uh, be listening to this podcast anytime soon. But why? Uh, because but remember, she's a dyke or what? Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got it. Yeah, okay. I, that, that's that's all Jason Bolton's uh, <laughs> ideas in there, not me. So uh, anyway, so I remember watching it. And I remember I remember right when they won. I remember vividly. It's like an out of body experience. I remember Michelle jumping on my back and like screaming. And there's like people in the store, like there's like people sitting so out. So for in, a in second, she contemplated being gay. Told, told, for a second, we almost made out. Okay. Like no, I'm not even. I'm not even dead serious. We almost like kiss. Like we were. It was weird. Damn. But it was. It was. It was like we were just so pumped. And I remember we had. She had bought beer, and so like we went out back, and we just like we both like shotgunned a beer to celebrate. But she had jumped on my back, and we literally ran around the store while people are in there with their kids eating. Was this BL or AD? What before Lauren or after death? This is this is this is <laughs> me, and, me and Lauren were dating by then. Yes, uh, okay. so this is uh, the uh, don't let her hear this podcast. <laughs> no. All right, I didn't know what the hell that meant. Uh, but uh, do you call it BJAD for you? Then? Yeah, that's that, what it's, I call it's, it. It's, which is the same thing. This yeah. blowjob period or after you get married, where there's no more blowjobs. So what's the, uh, which happens there? So, anyways, we're we're running around the store screaming like she's like riding me like a like that horse that Corey. <laughs> You know, whatever. Anyways, but I remember, I just remember how, how the goosebumps I had, how ecstatic I was. And I, I, I suck at basketball. I was never a big basketball fan growing up. But just remember how exciting that was to see. That was the only, I mean, since what, 95? That's the only team in the Metroplex. That's oh, you just going to shit on the stars yeah, like that? Well, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. 99. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. 99. <laughs> well, I wasn't living, I wasn't living in the Metroplex in 99. And, and, Where the hell and, were you at? Uh, in 99, I was in Washington, D.C. Uh, and so this the, guy's uh, just been going to be a go politician. This, <laughs> is like, this seems like a track we're going to get down. We're going to get into the whole Tim's whole life. Sorry. I'm I don't want to, I don't want to go sorry. down that track. Where, where were you? Where were you, Ryan? I was at the break room at Academy sports. Um, I worked at the time and, uh, we, we, uh, went back there. We watched the game and it was actually kind of cool because anytime a team like won a championship or like even like the, um, when the Rangers went to the world series, we'd open the store back up after the game and we'd just, like sell the t-shirts and shit. And uh, I remember, like, so we were all cheering, obviously. We opened up opened up all the, all the championship shirts and, like, throw some aside, you know, and uh, k- k- keep a few for ourselves. But I remember... I got a being, question to ask you after you get done with your story. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I just remember being so amazed because when we sold those shirts and, like, you know, you have regular just championship shirts and you have, like, um, player name and number shirts or whatever. Jerseys, we like to call every those. Time, every time we did Shirzies. that for the Mavericks, like, they go, like, or like when they, when they won, when they went, went to go to the uh, finals and then when they, when they won the finals, we did it. Every single time, the J.J. Brea jerseys would sell out. Boom. Fast. Seriously. Yeah. No one else. Like, I mean, obviously, we'd sell the rest of them, but J.J. Brea. Can dude, I get the uh, J.J. Brea? Dude, shirt? no, for real. They, 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 Puerto they, Rican they, penetrator. The, the Hispanic population of, like, DFW was, like, were so... Uh, there was J.J. fever at the time. Maybe maybe we also forget about, like, that going on. Like, the people would, like... J.J. Brea, even though not, like, necessarily a star, was, like... Like a Matthew Della Vadova kind of thing. Like, yeah. holy shit, this little dude's just going around hustling around. Well, I mean, he, he quickly Five became like one of like oh, my yeah. second favorite Maverick oh, yeah. of all time. So, oh yeah, yeah. The, the Brea jerseys, easy. 
So where was I? Where and then you, also, you're, and also, then after you, where were you? And then get to your Dirk moment. Oh, where was I? I was in one of the most. Uh, where were you when they built the ladder to? <laughs> <laughs> so believe it or not, I watched the last game of the finals. With Roman Brown, who cares nothing about sports. But who is also six foot seven. So. Yeah. And we were watching it at the Ridge in Denton, but right before I moved out, whenever the student uh, the housing. And it was basically awesome because everybody had TVs on their porches and shit. And almost everybody was cheering for LeBron. That community was very... Ethnic. Ethnic. Is a good way to put it. Um, they were all Cuban from Miami. Yeah, <laughs> they were not. Uh, it just seemed like there was a lot of people that were into the LeBron hype, and they were all about it. So, like, you could Fuck just see every single play Seriously. that last game. You could hear like one or the other of the people yelling, like either the Mavericks fans or the Heat fan, whatever. Did you guys talk um, shit or what? Oh, I did. I was screaming, and then a fight started. And I locked my door. I was like, nope. This was before Chad. out here. This, this was before Chad had uh, resumed drinking. Yeah, again. that was what I was going to get to. So, no joke. Dirk is the reason that I went back to being an alcoholic. I realized <laughs> that it was I was really missing out, but I had not drinking in four and a half drank. years. I had not drank. <laughs> Drinking. drinking. You're drinking right now, son. So I had not had a drink of alcohol in four and a half years. And at the end of that game, Roman's brother, we called Roman's brother and we're like, hey, man, we want to get hammered. So we got uh, two cases of beer, uh, played some Halo 1 after that, got really fucked up. And ever since then, I've, I've literally, that was when I started drinking again. I've not stopped since. So, <laughs> Thanks, Dirk. In true German fashion. Actually, and it's funny, whenever you just asked me about the, the BJ, the before Jordan thing. Yeah. So Jordan and I <laughs> met BJ's. and started talking the day before game six. Oh. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's why. That's how I remember that's that. That's why. So I, yeah. I will say one of the great, like the, I'm sure y'all have the same experience, but I mean, even today, but for a while there, anytime anything bad happened at work or whatever, all I had to do was wake up and think about how Dirk just won, and it like just like ecstatic. Oh no, you know, seriously, like, it, it was, was euphoria every time I thought about it. I'm like, it wasn't just the Mavericks winning and my team winning; it was Dirk winning. Like knowing he told everybody to shut the hell up and I'm, I'm, beat the Heat. I'm a 90 percent like, Dirk fan, 10 percent Mavs. Yeah, that's like, that's, that's yeah. I, now, and, and to go along with what you were just talking about, like to how special that championship was to me over anything else. I was coming off of that February, the Green Bay Packers had just won the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then in and then, June of that exact same year, so four months later, the Mavericks won the championship. That was a good sports year I for you. And then the Rangers. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. It was a great sports year, Tim. <laughs> Fucking Nelson Cruz's bitch ass would have caught the ball at that, that golf sign. Was it I think FC Dallas was in the championship game. I literally year. could have had the greatest yeah. sports year that a yeah. fan could have yeah. outside of Boston, of course. Yeah, yeah. But. Three championships for my three teams, but anyways, that Maverick championship trumped that that Packers Super Bowl by like As fifty times, That's by like fifty true. times. Trump always wins. Maga, So, so that's where you were. Your favorite, Dirk, your favorite Dirk moment? Oh, my favorite Dirk moment. I don't know. I mean, that whole playoff run. I, I don't have any specific thing. I think I've probably watched three hundred Dirk games in my life. I mean, when you think about it, twenty-one years ago, we were all like. Seven, right? You know, yeah. I was six. All I know well, is basketball. Like, Ryan, Ryan was fourteen. Well, that's why, <laughs> well, that, that's why. Like I was saying, like, like even like when Dirk got drafted, like I was unaware. I, I, I would, I wouldn't even have. I didn't even pay attention really until like 2004 or whatever. Like he was already in the league 
six years or seven years or whatever when I started watching basketball. Yeah. So my the entirety, of my, the entirety of my basketball existence, Dirk has been a, has been there yeah, and, been and, and has been alive. Look, that's a, that's <laughs> yeah, a he's been alive. That's a accurate statement. Can I go back to you working at uh, Academy for a <laughs> yeah, second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he's been hung up on this. No, so okay, 2011, right? <laughs> Game six, the. Fly ball out there. Nelly Cruz is going out to get it, and it hits off the wall, and you guys are all depressed and everything else. And then game seven, we all knew we were going to lose game seven after Nelly Cruz right. just absolutely screwed us. Uh, what what happened to those Rangers World Series championship t-shirts? They're in Kenya, Tim. What, what, Kenya. So what does that, like, talk to us about the Academy back office. How does that all work? And they, they obviously send you the shirts before the series if, gets started. If I had had a chance... Uh, one of them would be in my closet, uh, but the, 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 those boxes, though, like they're they're very strict. Like they 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 have they have like these, all these seals on them. They have to remain sealed, like until it's it's called. What happens if they aren't sealed? Someone get someone gets sued, or someone um, get? No, I, I to tell you the truth, I don't know. But like it, it is kind of it is, it, it, I remember it being very fun. Like the Mavericks won, and it's going like. Let's bust open these fucking boxes. And like, actually, uh, my, well, I'm going to show you. I'm, on my keychain, I have a, I have a Shiner, a Shiner uh, bottle opener I've yeah. had for a very long time. And uh, I just remember like busting that out and being like, I'm opening some boxes and just like ripping into them with that thing. Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Whatever. And um, I, I I had like, I remember getting the um, the Rangers claw and antler shirts yeah. like, before yeah. that. Oh, before yeah. Well, that, that was 2010 when that, that was one of my favorite shirts. Oh, yeah. I still had that shirt. I was painting yeah. in mine two days ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, when they came out, with these, these things are so sweet. Um, not to say that there was like necessarily theft going on, but uh, like, you know, everyone got a shirt. So sure uh, you sold some of these too, huh? <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Uh, I, actually I didn't because I don't really wear hats. Uh, they look no, cool. but I mean at Academy yeah, where you yeah, worked, yeah, y'all right, sold yeah, the, so, the Mavericks um, hats. Actually, one of the coolest things I ended up getting, I, I don't even know where it's at now. I remember uh, sometimes when things went on clearance, if they just were kind of pushed in the back and whatever, you, there were, there were penny items. And so every so often you'd be scanning some things and you find something for a penny. I remember one time for Roman's birthday, I got him a, a nice like Kershaw knife for for a penny. Huh. I found some like old like flashlights that were um, some flashlights for a penny. Yeah. Like Clayton no, Kershaw, what, 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 like what kind of like, Kershaw? Um, it's the, the really nice like uh, Clayton what, Kershaw, the, the knife you, maker. If, if, I, if, I could, <laughs> if I could remember the, the brand name, but um, so sharp. I found a Rangers Vladimir Guerrero jersey for a penny. Oh, Vlad. oh yeah. hell yeah, Vlad. Yeah. Oh, let me some Vladdy. Um, anybody, yeah, anybody that can hit a ball off the ground. I think Vlad. Vlad could probably play in the Masters with, yeah, that, with his bat. Um, so I, I think I mean we'll probably wrap up here a little bit, but I will say the probably the best times I ever had watching basketball was the old. Spurs, Mavs, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. playoff games. Totally. I mean, but, but obviously, besides the championship run, but like that, those are the funnest games. And I thought it was very fitting. Dirk finished up in San Antonio. One um, more, one more fun little. I sound like the devil right now, don't I? One little more fun Jesus thing. Christ. So when Rick Carlisle went out there and did do you know Dirk's retirement yeah. speech and everything else, do you guys hear? Do you guys hear the speech? Yeah, yeah. Gave, twice the, now. The, what he said, what he said about Donnie Nelson. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> between like, tokes. Donnie answered the phone probably between tokes. It's like, ah, oh. dude, everybody so, knows that that's all that dude is just. He just man, sits at home and chiefs. I or, love, or, or, I love Rick Carlisle. He, he's got I his. I really uh, love. He's Rick got Carlisle. his. What the hell were you calling earlier? His, his dugout. Is yeah, his dugout. His little nineteen thirty. Rick Carlisle. Yeah, Walker. This is Donnie Nelson's. Donnie Nelson's got some flipping doobie that's as big as a six-inch sub sandwich. This how it works with him. See, he takes five minutes to get out the word pipe. He says, hey, it's, a, it's a dugout. It's, a dugout. it's like <laughs> you put it in a thing and you grind it up and you make sure it's there. I'll quit right now, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, you mean a pipe. Okay, cool. Hey, the money for the equipment right now, I swear. <laughs>
Oh, all right. Um, Oh, quick. Actually, I had another thing. So um, <laughs> we're not quitting the Dirk thing. Um, so obviously, at the same time, Dwayne Wade retired as well. And, uh, and, and I don't want to talk about Dwayne Wade cares? much. However, I, I do think that in Dallas, I think that we actually underrate him a little bit based on what happened in the past. Like, I do think that we underrate him. I think he was a really good player. However, we're he sold just, out. We're, left. Yeah, you know, whatever. He went back. Um, okay. But let, let, I want to do a quick thing here. This number really amazed me when I saw it. It flashed up on SportsCenter. Dwayne Wade was drafted in what, 2003? Yes. How many triple doubles do you think Dwayne Wade had in his career? I'm not going to answer because I know. Uh, triple doubles? Triple doubles in his, in his uh, career. I'm trying to think what a bar even is for a career. For, like, how, for uh, Russell, uh, West, 16, Russell 16 Westbrook. Year career. Russell Westbrook has 147 right now. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's, it's But he's it's, also it's, a fucking freak. Only like not, him and like, Oscar Robertson. I was going to say 100. 30. I was going to say 30. Five. 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 Yeah. Five triple doubles in his career. Luka Doncic has eight. Yeah. Holy cow. Okay, but at the same time, Luka Doncic just broke the all-time record of triple doubles for a rookie right. in a season. So, But but now, I, I, I do want to say that, prefacing, I put exactly zero stock into triple doubles. I, I don't give a shit because I, I just don't care. It's not it's, To me, it's not even a stat. Well, yeah, because Russell Westbrook's the perfect example right. of that. He's he's doing all the or he's he's completing all these triple doubles right now and Where does wh- what does he have to show for? Well, also, so you're telling me, oh, we got a triple double. So a 10-10-10 game is better than uh, a 30-10. Yeah. Like, well, no, that's not yeah. uh, whatever you know. Anywho, like uh, they're not all credit equally, and they go, oh, a triple double. It, it, it's good. It shows you you're well rounded. You're scoring, passing, and maybe getting some rebounds or whatever. Uh, yeah, because I mean, obviously, there's multiple ways to get r- a triple double. Right. But, yeah. But yeah, I think that the most common would be the scoring, rebound, yeah. assists. Oh, one last thing on, I, I know we keep adding on to this shit, but you, 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 you were lot. talking about a positive notes for Dirk. So one of, and this is kind of in finality of this, one of the best things that got to happen with that entire ceremony and everything that went on is Luka Doncic is sitting one seat over from Dirk and he's getting to watch and, and Chris stops for that, I guess matter. for that matter. Yeah. They're both getting to sit there and watch that entire city and how they absolutely mm-hmm. love him and the fact that he's been there the entire time mm-hmm. and he's a European player. They somewhat they have that relation, although they're of the newer generation. They're getting to watch that entire thing, and it's kind of like I, I I just hope that they were able to. Obviously, well, Lucas Lucas twenty years old. He, do you think, he's a young do you think guy. that scares any of them at all? Though I mean, I'm just I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Do you think if you're sitting there and you're watching, let's say. Uh, whatever, let's say you're in your career, right? And you, the, the top sales guy, whatever it is, your rush trucking is out there getting recognized. Does that get you fired up to stay with, with your company for longer? Or do I, you say, you say no one, will, this, this town will never love me more than Dirk. Therefore, I might need to go make myself, I, make a name elsewhere. I, I, I just wonder. I think if you are wired the correct way, in which I think Luca is, because you can see, mm-hmm. although the Mavericks plan was not to win this year and go on. Their plan is they were going to hang around, possibly get a lottery pick. They're going to rebuild for next year. Next year is whenever they kick off. All right, we're going for it again. We're going to start rolling up. This year, that was not the case. But regardless of if Luca knew that plan or not, when you look in his eyes, because all he's ever done in his professional career since he was 14 years old over in Europe. What color are they? When? Is, huh? His eyes, what color are they? Uh, you know what? I really don't know, Ryan. Huh. But that, I figured you would know that. Nice. Ah, uh, shit. Okay, no, but, Green, when you, but, but, but when you saw hey. in his eyes, like whenever <laughs> they would lose or there was something that was going on, that dude is competitive as shit. And it's because all he has done is win since he was 14 years old. You to, he's one year removed from being the MVP of the second best league in the world over well, in Europe. Also, what I can read on him is like the dude 
fucking loves Dirk. And no, like, he does. And, he, and like, he, he, I, well, I mean, you got to think all those European. And I know it's probably cliche to say like, okay, all these Europeans they they jerk off to Dirk. Like they they love like it's really like they, weird. They, Tell me more. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they 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 all think the world of him, which and I'm sure that they do, but. For the most part, I mean, he's a, he's an icon. Like you, you read all the names that he's up with on the scoring list and everything, and he's the only European that's way the hell up there. And that's it. I mean, he he kind of is the end all be all. As cliche as it is for people to be like, oh well, he's European, so obviously he looks up to Dirk. No, they they do because why the hell would you not look up to Dirk? Unless you're just a uh, cocksucker also, and you just like people who aren't tall. humble. Kiss him a cocksucker. And tall. you also love the devil. <laughs> like, devil! <laughs> I'm just saying, at his height, all you can do is look up to him. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. not looking down at him. No, so, no, no, there's not. Now, I, I think we're good to... Yeah, we, we good. Tim, do you have anything you want to tell us about growing up in Washington, D.C.? Are you I, good? Um, so, no, we're moving on good. to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, lastly, Dirk does have two, two career triple doubles. Um... Just for the record. Ah, well, the right, so, yeah, well, Yeah, like we said, no stock, no stock. Thanks for throwing that. that in there, Ryan. You could have just left that out. Yeah, you just asshole. make it sound like he's got like a hundred. <laughs> yeah, but he's he's got like two hundred triple doubles in my heart. You know, That's like, right. he's he's scoring a triple double every night in my heart. He's also got a much better retirement ceremony. Forty-one in your program. <laughs> Wayne Wayne your got nothing Dude, compared to what Dirk got. For real, it was yeah. hilarious. Um, all right. So, uh, quickly, you guys want to talk about AAF folding? I mean, or do, you, or do you want to skip to just NFL, some NFL talk? I will AAF say this. folded. <laughs> the I will say this. My, my, uh, my good friend Sarah Proctor worked for the uh, Salt Lake Stallions. And I kind of talked to her a little bit. And she's coming back. She's going to go work as the uh, marketing and promotions director for the um, to work for um, the Texas Motor Speedway. And so, uh, I think I think it'd be fun to have her on if we ever get the uh, you know like a phone, hold on hold on so so she's gonna go from working with a whole bunch of Mormons in Utah to a bunch of like white trash rednecks out at a racetrack pretty much yeah oh that's polar so options. she uh, and she worked for the for the uh, Sixers before that 76ers before that mm. so she's had she's had some experience with with sports organizations yeah because Philly mm. anyways so <laughs> she was saying I, I was kind of talking to her about it so so what was it kind of like in the final days she said uh, absolutely dysfunctional. And, uh, oh, I mean, I can imagine. I, she said she's, uh, I think their last, her last paycheck didn't clear. So shit, their first paycheck didn't clear. Yeah, they didn't even get, yeah. their hotels weren't even paid for. Yeah. Yeah. That was the it's shadiest part. Like, come on, part. man. And that's why I kind of want to get your buddy on who, who played for the, I'll, the I'll, I'll, I'll see about you. So yeah. on, on the, the AAF, I mean, yeah, it's obviously it just, it fucking, uh, crash and whatever. But like, what, what, what pisses me off, me about, about it. Is I was telling everybody this league's different. Like I, I kept being like, no, no, and, like, well, and well, that well, is kind right. of the way that it was portrayed right. to all of us. Everyone's like, what's up with this? I'm like, yeah, I, I know they've tried this before. Eversol's kid, I tell they, you what, screwed they, everybody over. They, they, they do that. They're like, they're like, oh, what about this league? I'm like, no, no, this league's different because they're in partnership with the NFL. Whatever, this league is completely different. No, they're well. Also, there was a whole deal with that uh, owner guy who was like just trying to get the. Some he was trying to get that app for the yeah. gambling. Yeah. Or whatever. And anyway. Anyway, fuck that guy. Fuck the AAF. Um, it was now, working. Now, That's oh, what I want to say about it. It's fucking working. Well, shit, actually. The Cowboys shit. have a player. Yeah, yeah. the Cowboys <laughs> just signed a player from the AAF. Who, who was that? Uh, uh, Chad. I forget his name. He, he's safety, I want to say, or quarterback, yeah. one of them. Oh, Dak. He signed, yes, we signed <laughs> Dak from the, the AAF. Cornerback. No, they, they, uh, See, we, we, we've got think, these real like high-intensity mics now, so yeah. nobody's going to get that mixed up. So we, uh, I think there's 11 players now that have been signed. Like, Ooh, there's there's no tiger. It, it, it was, but I mean, it's it's what happens. I mean, you, you, I'm sure you guys all saw the 30 for 30, uh, you know, small potatoes or whatever. Like, 
I mean, it's just when you get the, when you get the, all the money involved and the, the businessmen, it, it just they just don't give a so, shit. So my question now is: Is the AAF just going to prove to be a cautionary tale for the XFL next year, or well, the thing about how do y'all XFL, think that's going to shake down? The XFL is they're not trying to be a developmentally. They're not, no, no, no. no, they're, no they're, they're, they they want to stand on their own. They're yeah, they, they want to stand they, on they, their own, and, and they want to grab they want to grab players who aren't you know they can't even play in the NFL anymore. Right, because for they want to grab the the Randy Gregory's, uh, yeah. Greg Hardy's of the world. Who, hey, you come over here, smoke over weed here, all day, you you get out there, and knock the shit out of them. Don't care. Yeah, no, don't I, care. I, I, yeah. I'm sure. And I, think, yeah. and I think I think they got way more financial backing. That's the other big thing. They have a, wrestling, they, baby. Yeah, they got, you got they that got wrestling so much, money. So much, so much more backing on that that you just you can afford. You can afford. That. I mean, what did uh, what would Mike Stoops get or Bob Stoops? What Bob, Bob Stoops? I don't Stoops. know what Mike his contract ended up being. I look into it. It was Trinity Valley Community College. They didn't have the coach salaries out there. Well, I know, I, know Bob, the I think Bob Soup signed for like five or ten minutes. So, okay, and, and actually I have a question. This may be something that you know, Tim. I know, so like within our major sports that we, like NHL, NBA, NFL, all of those players and, well, I don't know if the coaches so much, but all of the players' salaries are made public. Is that going to be the same case with like something new they're like only the made, XFL? They're only made public because somebody tells them. That's not something that is – like it's not like only, it's documented no, that they're like okay this is it like to the T. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It. I'm pretty sure that in, in the NFL there's no. Um, it's kind of more of an understanding. There's not like a publishing yeah. somewhere. You can go look it up online, but it's because yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah, yeah, much like, like, everyone's, like, everyone's, everyone's, everyone's loose. Yeah, yeah if you go on Spotrack.com, yeah. like you can look up well, the, I, I think the entirety of, it, of a player's career, and you can yeah, see their career yeah. earnings. Yeah, and I think their it's just annual base salary. People release that news. I think part of it has to do with the fact that there's a hard salary cap, and it's not like. You know, like the numbers have to add up, and so like I don't know, they put it out there like, hey, our books, our books clear or whatever. Like we, this player, this much, whatever. It's like if, if there was no salary cap, then who would give a shit what you're getting paid? Like yeah. I don't know. Like I, I was just curious. I mean, I didn't necessarily know if that's something that they had to make public or or what the deal is, because I know that there have been players that have a gripe about that. That they're like, well, we're the only damn uh, career, or I guess we're, we're the only sport. No, not even sport. They're saying we're the only um, the, the, the job, yeah. the career field that Your our our salaries are made public, well, like to where people see that. It's a fan. It's I a fan. Brain it's farted a, the shit out of that. I don't know why I couldn't think of like the word. You sound job. like me trying to right, dug dugout or a pipe or something like that. Yeah, you <laughs> suck at that. I don't know. Yeah, you know, RIP AAF. AAF. I, I liked watching the games. I think they had a really good. I think there's a really good idea. I think if they had the financial backing behind it, yeah, it'd have been there. But it just. Shitty people are going to be just, shitty. And it's just pretty well understood that, you know, whatever, uh, $150, 200000000 million won't float a, a sports league. It just won't. No, no. I, and and so, I mean, yeah, $150, 200000000 million, that's like, that's a fucking drop in the bucket yeah. for what a lot of it, it actually takes <clears throat> to completely run a especially for Especially for the league. television packages. It makes it almost impossible for fringe for fringe sports to actually get into the televised. And, and that that's the biggest league. thing right there. Without yeah. having that TV money backing you, I mean, you're you're kind of fucked because that's I well, mean that, that's well, what people it came out that they were paying to be on TV. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, when you're having to pay, also that's like an infomercial. Like yeah. you're pay, you're paying to yeah. be on there. They don't. And you know and what, Mr. You know, Clean up there. You know what? There's, there's but I think I think with the change in technology of streaming and and YouTube, YouTube TV, and all the other type of things we can get now on the internet for streaming, that this the time is right for technology for it to be accessible. But there's just still got to be more backing behind it. A five hundred million, seven hundred fifty million, a billion dollar investment could make a new sports league. Happen. And that's the thing. Now, right now, we are turning the page on what you were just yeah. talking about. All these different platforms yeah. that people are watching games. Yeah, everything's crossed up. 
Nobody really knows what's going to happen. I think in the since, future. Since the I mean, starting in the '90s with Jerry Jones and the Cowboys, that's when that's when the television money started getting super ridiculous. Well, and and, and, and he now, is the one who created yeah. that. And it's now and it's now blocked out any other type of fringe fringe sport from ever getting televised yeah. because the, the the TV channels will say we don't have enough space or room for you, and nor do we want to because we can make way more money off of paying the NFL to televise their games, and then we will shove all of our own programming advertisements in there to try to get other people to go and look and put eyeballs on NCIS Las Vegas yeah, or whatever it is, you know? See, and so for, for, I mean, up until last, maybe like five years ago, soccer really struggled to get on TV. And part of that is because the television companies couldn't sell commercials. Is it that or is it because it's boring? I, I mean, I guess ask the, it's people like you thinking ask, it's boring. Ask the 5 billion people in the world that don't think it's boring. I guess. Oh, okay. right? uh, That's because they're uh, poor. Damn. <laughs> damn. You know what? I, I tell you what, I, I don't, I don't want to keep talking about you know, vacation. You know, no one, no one, no one likes your vacation stories, but we do, Ryan. Dude, Cause you went you know, to a place I'm, that I'm we had. You, you do. You, I, I can care less. I'm telling you the people like in Scotland would say, how, they, they literally go, how do you watch football? Like, we don't get it. How do you watch that? That is boring. All the breaks. all the, They watch that and go, this is like watching paint dry to yep. them. But they but they can they can stand and watch a soccer game, like, with intensity and, like, into it, right? Huh? So, I mean, any, anyway, but... but it, 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 we can it, have it, sports it, talk next episode. Because right. I do, I do, I do want to dive in on but, soccer. But it, but, it, but it is something that they struggled with for a long time. Is like, okay, ESPN, will you show our games? Okay, yeah, can we sell commercials? Actually, we don't really do commercials. No, then... Fuck you. Like, why? Yeah, yeah, right. So, but I mean, capitalism about, is best. About five, oh, yeah. About five years ago, NBC Sports and like Fox Sports One and stuff jumped in and, and they've gotten on TV uh, quite a bit. Um, yeah, so AEF, RIP. Later, dude. See, See ya. Uh, <laughs> Jinx on um, make out. Oh, okay. Chad, where are we at on time here? Uh, right now, looks like we've got about 15 minutes to go. Okay, you got a, you got a fun times with Chad? I mean, I can bitch about Amazon if you want. Cool. Um, Wait, let's talk about the new. Let's talk about the new equipment for a minute. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk <laughs> well, about the, new the, the supposedly. Yeah, I'll, new yeah, I'll go over that if you want me to. Let's do cool. it, Chad. Yeah, let's, let's just do it. Let's do it, man. All right. So after listening to our podcast, we all kind of agreed that you know we're already really famous now. So maybe we should start sounding better to everybody listening to us. And Tim not sound like the devil. <laughs> yeah, it was actually the opposite. We're like, maybe if we sound better, people actually listen to us. So we invested a small amount of money into some some equipment. Only a couple million dollars. Only a couple million, and like uh, more than the AAF yeah. could afford. Yeah, yeah. more. Than yeah. If anybody is curious about what we have, hit us up on social media stuff. We, maybe we'll tell you. Maybe we won't. Yeah. And it's at I-T-E-S-T-P-W-R-H-O-U-R. Yeah, power. Ryan couldn't spell. He yeah. got lost. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan didn't have enough money left in his Wheel of Fortune account to buy two more vowels. So, <laughs> so anyways. Flipping Pat Sajak and his hoe, Vanna White. I'll tell you what. Hey, she's not a hoe. She's a nice lady. She's a sweet lady. Sorry, sorry. Chad. Go ahead. So I'll go ahead. So. Being really busy at my new job, I was able to do some research on the right kind of equipment to buy and keep it pretty cheap. And uh, Ryan was gone in a different country, so today was the first day we are finally able to open all this up. Uh, look how good that sounds, though. <laughs> we're able to open it all up as Tim gets... Beer on the screen. <laughs> yeah, beer all over one of the vocal screens here. But uh, uh, So anyways, we ordered a mixer, and I ordered it from the Amazon warehouse deals. Any Amazon fan out there may be familiar that you can buy things that were returned to Amazon... And usually they're a pretty good discount. So we saved like 60, 70 bucks, something like that. I was like, eh, fuck it. Let's buy the used one. It says it has one minor blemish on the front of it. Includes packaging. I was like, I can take a scratch. That's fine. We opened it up today. And somebody had returned like a 1995 mixer. 
I guess, and Amazon just believed that it was the same one. And they all looks the same to us. We yeah. So there's care. like I, the first thing I noticed when I pulled it out is there's just dirt all over it. I it mean, looks <laughs> like we bought this fucking thing from the Cash Pond and Gold Exchange Honestly, store yes. down the street. You can tell that's what they did. It's they got traded Scotch it in. tape on it. Yeah, there's Scotch. There's tape. a flipping knob missing. We had to use a An knife important earlier. Knob. Like yeah, one very that, important. Yeah, knob. one that we couldn't. Yeah, we had to put, we had to unwedge a condom out of the power outlet it sounded, in the back. It sounded like a 1980s David Bowie album whenever we started <laughs> yeah. going. The, the reverb was so ridiculous. Yeah, and it was stuck because the knob was broken. So anyways, uh, somehow we were able to piece it together with YouTube videos and whatever else. We got it working and sounding pretty good, but this will be going back. But when I called Amazon, I tried to make a sob story about how... I don't know if I want to admit this. Oh, you're going to admit this? Hello, thank you for calling Amazon. (laughs) Yes, that was what we got. I want you all to reenact. Tim, you're going to be Amazon. Chad, you're going to be Chad. All right, all right. Uh, Wait. Bring, bring. Flip that. Tim, your chat, chat. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not doing that. Your chat, your chat. Yeah. All right, bring, so. Bring, yep. bring. Go on and answer. Hello, this is Amazon Warehouse Help Services. My name is Kevin. I am in Tampa Bay, Florida. How can I help you? All right, so I know your name's not Kevin. Um, uh, no, no, no. It's Kevin. Kevin Smith. Uh, sorry. I have a golden retriever, and my, my, my wife and I are members that are... Country club. Uh, uh, so uh, I ordered a mixer off your Amazon warehouse. Oh, bills. margarita, bloody no, mary. No, no, a sound mixer. Oh. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So let me give you the order number. That way you can pull it up sure, and see what I'm talking sure, about. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, so the first thing they said, which Tim doesn't know because he wasn't there, they asked me if it was a Boss mixer, which is a brand I was looking at on Amazon. I was like, no, it was a Behringer. Is it a Boss mixer? Because <laughs> you're the boss. Oh. <laughs> Uh, it's like a Japanese. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you for calling Amazon. So, anyways, uh, basically, I just told him, I was like, "Hey, you sent. I ordered this mixer off warehouse deals, and y'all sent me like one without a box. It literally came in a bag. It was in a plastic bag with a power cable, no instructions. It's a Walmart bag. Yeah, like <laughs> it, they just tied it up and threw it in a box, and we're like, all right, good enough. I, and I told them that, and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry that we sent you the wrong model. I'm like, you don't understand. You didn't just send me the wrong model. You sent me one that's like, it was from 2012. I looked it up. It's like a 2012 model that's been used heavily. So I was, you know, they didn't really work. It was like, oh, just send it back. We're so sorry. Well, like we've already initiated the refund. Uh, it'll come through when we receive the other one, which shocked me because usually they tell you to keep shit like this, but maybe they want to flag that account, whoever, whatever the deal is. And they started to want to hang up and I was like, well, hold on a second. My church really needed this this morning. They really needed this. And now they think you're Jewish. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Oh, church on a Saturday, huh? Yeah, it's one of those. Now I'm Irish. (laughs) (laughs) Your accent has changed three times. I'm like a I'm like a chameleon. What personality over here? I'm like a linguistic chameleon. I just service. They just pass the phone around to all the different branches internationally. So anyways, ultimately, I was able to only get $10 out of them. But I was getting the overseas 10? call center because it was kind of early. So I'm going to call back. I'm going to call back and try to try to get a hold of the guys out in Washington and uh, really give them shit. Hello, I'm a my name customer. is Kevin Smith. I live in Seattle, Washington. <laughs> she was just dead set that they gave me the wrong model. I'm like, no, how many times I told her, I'm like, there's a fucking knob missing. Like, this is old. She's like, oh, sorry for the wrong model, whatever. I was yeah. like, oh. Anyways. Yeah, no, screw that. So somehow we pieced it together. We got it working. It sounds pretty good. Um, yeah. Our other one has a, 
Right now we only have four people here because Corey's out, luckily, because this one only supports four microphones. Thank God so, he fucked that horse. Whoa. I think we can agree Corey gets involved in too much horseplay. <laughs> oh. Damn. Bazinga. Now well, we need to get sound effects so we get like a rim <laughs> shot. <laughs> oh, whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got one good one in a minute. I got, I got one good one. Uh, 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 there it is. There it is. <laughs> oh man, we don't even need drops on this. <laughs> Nailed it. We'll just get Roman over here to do noises into the mic the whole day. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, so that was the quick story about Amazon. Fuck them. I hate them. Anyways, that's my own personal vendetta. We'll never get into. But <laughs> I would never say never. Uh, it'll have to be episode two. Lots of alcohol down because I'll go on a rampage. But. <laughs> Anyways, wow. so uh, we did get new equipment, though. Yeah, uh, if anybody's curious about it, hit us up. I'll let them know. I um, wonder why we sound so angely today. Yeah. Other than Tim dicking with yeah, his, yeah. <laughs> his Tim, mic stand. Tim just knocks his mic stand down I don't every know what single it is. time. This guy can't keep his mic straight. He can't put on his headphones right. He can't stop <laughs> breathing heavily into the into his you mic. You know what's great about these filters? is Unless he's doing it like that, I haven't been able to hear it yet today. So. <laughs> well, that's good. good. And he's racially insensitive to other countries. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> doing an accent is not racially insensitive. No, no. He was from Tampa. What are you talking about? Uh, Kevin Smith from Tampa Bay, Florida. What did you hear? Oh, hell, if you were from Tampa, you'd have been a lot more poor than that. <laughs> Hold on. Tim just said Kevin Smith from Tampa, and somehow you thought that was insensitive. What voice did you hear? You know what? I'm not going to fall into your trap here because I know what you're trying to do to me, Ryan. Go on. <laughs> No, thank oh. you. Well, boys, uh, I think this first episode with new equipment was a success. Um, I think that it sounded good. The Masters have been fun to, to watch here while you guys talk about Washington, D.C. and uh, gangrene and whatever it is you talked about today. Gangrene. I'll tell you what. I, I just want you to know that ever since you told that story about Jack Daniels and his gangrene toe. I've retold that to like 12 people. We, yes, yes. That is literally the only thing that we ever talk about why, whenever why, we bring up your that's name. That's why people come listen to this podcast. They want they want fun facts Historical like that. Historical fun facts. Historical fun facts. Literally nobody listening wanted to but hear could about you that. Like, I mean, I mean, like Except maybe me. give, oh, some, and, and give the people some useful stuff. Like, so, if you have gangrene, how do you get rid of it? I, I, I Tim, chop your foot off. off. I, I did receive a text during our um, during our our stream here because my dad sent me because I guess I didn't I wasn't able to correctly give the year that my family came to America. My dad texted me and said, "Early 1850s dipshit." Thank you, Rick Bolton, for letting us know. Yeah, I said, "All right, well, there you go." So, so. wait, so your family was historically uh, Galveston gypsies. Your family, what did you say? Oh, they Italian. Were, oh, you're Italian. Okay, so Italian, Cajun, and Native American, dude. I'm like the biggest clusterfuck. Yeah, that is that is strange. Yeah. You're, you're, so you're one. You are the you are the melting pot. My family are yeah. uh, they're they're just weaklings from all history. They're they're, they're the, uh, the the and the people in the tribe that is kind of oh well let's go over here let's kind of cook while you guys. So you didn't have Mussolini? Oh no, yeah, bad. no, no. We were weak. We had uh, uh, Queen Victoria. Uh, <laughs> I come from the clan of Gath in Scotland. No joke. They were like they were the they were they were in the Highlands. They were some of those big mfers who. And then later on, you started games. another clan. Yeah. Okay. Well, on that, on with, that, with note. Forrest Bedford. The That's clan. his actual name. That's really. Yeah. That's who Sorry. started Bedford. Nathaniel Forrest. Texas. Texas. Though. Anywho, um, uh, from let's uh, get away from from, from Ryan Smith, Jack Casado, Tim Smith. 
Jason Bolton, uh, Nathan Bedford Forrest. Uh, this isn't the ITES Power Hour. Thank you. Uh, Chad, hit that button. Hit that, that button. button. Hit that button. Hit that button. Hit that button. Hit that 